Imagine having all of the knowledge and resources you need to bring your mermaid dreams to life and having a community of like-minded individuals to support you and share in your adventures. What if being a mermaid was no longer just a fantasy? In my new mermaid mentorship program, we cover everything including social media, promotion and YouTube, art skill improvement, art critiques and feedback, building a mermaid brand, swimming techniques and trick troubleshooting, creating your mersona, Instagram question, Photoshop tutorials, acting underwater, mermaid tail making questions and help mermaid tail designing questions and help, how and where to buy a mermaid tail and accessories, website design help and website critique, building confidence as a mermaid, content creation and video editing and so much more. For more information on this mermazing opportunity, please visit VancouverMermaid.com. Hello, my fishes, Courtney Mermaid here, and welcome back to another episode of the Scales and Tails podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about, in episode 36, we're going to be talking all about the mermaid off-season, and what is it, what does it mean for us as mermaids, kind of how to get through it, and all of that good stuff. So if you're new to mermaiding and you don't know, there is definitely, it's a seasonal hobby for a lot of people. It's not so much for me. I kind of try to keep this going, obviously, because this is my job. It's my business. It's what I do for a living. So I try to keep it going as much as possible throughout the year. But I would say very typically there is a time of the year when you do this more. I say this, it's um, the beginning of August as I'm recording this and I've already been swimming in between the lakes and the oceans, beaches, all the things, pools, whatever. Um, hopefully by September, things are starting to iron out, um, you know, on the, the COVID front of it all. Because uh, <laughs> pools right now, as of August, there's a couple of outdoor pools that are open, but for the most part, it's it's you hit the beach or you don't get to swim. So that's that's the fun part of the whole thing. So this whole year has kind of been a bit of a mermaid off season, uh, a lot more than a lot of us would have liked. So I figured it was good to make a little bit of a, a podcast episode talking about it and just kind of what my thoughts are on it. And just to let you guys know that it's perfectly normal for there to be a time of the year where you aren't out in your tail as often. And yet there's still a lot of ways for you to maintain the mermaid lifestyle, to keep the mermaid vibes going um, throughout that that kind of that kind of season. It sucks, you guys. I wish that, you know, mermaiding could be an all-year-round thing. And in some places, it very much can be if you are in a warmer climate. But that being said, for you, you're still going to know that it's cold sometimes. I'm sorry for the, the bikes and the trucks. And it's 701. Like, what are y'all doing? Can we just, can we not with all the, the traffic noise? It's part of the fun. It's part of the fun. One day I'm going to have a legit studio. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so cool one day, you guys. Mm. I've often thought about putting a closet door on the other side of my closet. So I've already got one door and then like recording in that little box. I don't know, but that would be a lot of setup and a lot of moving of stuff. And you guys, I just haven't got the patience for that. So, hey, it's something I can do during the mermaid off season. <laughs> Oh, gee whiz. So for us here in Canada, obviously being in Vancouver, like I've said before, this isn't quite Canada. This is like Canada light. Okay. This is like, we're not, we're not quite mm, Canada so much as we are. I don't even know. Cause we, we, we don't get the winters like other parts of Canada do, right? We don't get as much snow. Now I say that, let's knock on some wood as I say that. Just because, watch, this will be the year that we all get snowed in from here to the end of the earth, right? But we don't get the crazy, like, if you look at, uh, say, Raina uh, Mermaid in Halifax, like, 
she gets the snow. Do you know what I mean? Like, it snows. It's not just, like, flurries. Okay, we, the whole city here shuts down. It's, like, it's, it's ever so slightly flurrying and the entire city shuts down. So that's what, what I'm talking about. When it comes to a mermaid off-season, we do not have, like, yeah, I don't mind the cold, okay, because, yeah, I am Canadian, but it's, it's not as cold as, as you could be expecting, but it really depends on where you're from. So if you're used to it being really, really, really hot, say you're in, in Australia, maybe like for us, that's hot. Like you guys get, you get it warm or even in California, you guys get it. It's warm for me. I can't cope with that. So, but you guys might not be able to cope with your version of whatever winter is, right? So it's like, it's all relative to what your body's used to. But when it comes to mermaid off-season, most people will think that's referring specifically to tail swimming, and it kind of is. And it's more referring to the outdoor side of it. So you're not out at a beach, you're not out at a lake. I mean, unless you're really, really, really crazy, and you have a full-body wetsuit and a hood and gloves, maybe it's possible. I don't know. It's not really my bag of tricks, but that's okay. Although I did get a wetsuit, you guys. We're going to talk about that as well. Um, I did actually purchase a two-piece wetsuit. Now, I do think in hindsight, you know, being 2020, I might have also purchased and maybe by now I have, who knows, um, a full <laughs> a full body uh, wetsuit for use with my spandex tail, uh, specifically because it's, so this is just for those of you out there with silicone tails, you're not going to have, this isn't going to really be an option for you and you're not going to necessarily need it. I've asked uh, my silicone tail using friends. They're more like, well, it's not going to go, like it's not going to fit, like you're not going to be able to get that into your silicone tail, do you know what I'm saying? So this is more, that's why you can get, I got the two piece because I wasn't sure it was going to fit with my spandex tail. I was like, is this going to look really weird? And it does look kind of bulky, but you know what? Sometimes you have to sacrifice. You got to, you got to pick your battles, my dudes. You got to pick what direction you're going in. So when Kim and I, hopefully by the time you've seen this, we've done many more beach excursions and adventures, but there was the one beach outing we did specifically that was really cold. And I wore the shorts underneath my, um, my mermaid tail and it was great and it worked well. Um, it was a little bulky. It made me look like I had some, some, I was actually don't mind this. I don't mind a little bit of bum, <laughs> a little bit of junk in the trunk. Um, but it was, you know, as you get older, you guys, okay, <laughs> things start to look different than they did when you were in your twenties. Just saying, just putting that out there. Do your squats, you guys do your squats. Um, keep the glutes, keep the glutes firm. No, I'm whatever. <laughs> just having, it's just a personal, personal chuckle of mine. But, um, but basically, yeah, they made me look like I had this nice little booty and I was like, oh good, this is good. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy this. It's a little bit thicker in the waistband. Also remember if you're going to do a wetsuit that they do loosen in the water. So you do want to opt for something tighter. So I ended up getting a different jacket, um, that was a size smaller. And I'm thinking I might also do the shorts in a size smaller just to make it a little bit more insulated because the whole point, right? The whole point of the wetsuit, it's not the wetsuit that's actually keeping you warm. It's the water in between the wetsuit that's keeping you warm, right? So uh, that's my understanding of it. Am I wrong? I don't know. That's just how it, it feels to me when I experience it. So I was at a lake. Uh, we went out to uh, Bunsen Lake and that's a cold, that's a really cold lake. Like it's, it's, they have warnings up. <laughs> They've got a lot of warnings. Actually, it's really funny. They have like the drop off. Cause it also has a very sharp drop off. It's like, if you're looking out in the distance, it's like sand, 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 or silt or whatever it is. And then nothing. They're just black. It just like ends in just darkness. And you're like, oh 
my god that's so scary oh but yeah it's cold so you want to be warm you want to be as warm as possible so you want to take advantage of the tools that you can to extend your mermaiding off season in both directions so a little bit into springtime and a little bit into autumn winter itself you do need to be very careful you can still go out and do your photo shoots and your things but you don't want to be that person who ends up with hypothermia and and right mermaids <laughs> and who have uh, little accidents as a result so swimming out in natural bodies of water is definitely not a joke it's definitely not something to be taken lightly it's something that you should do very carefully um, with friends and people who can spot you who are actually capable of helping you who have training who can come and save yo behind if you need it you know what i'm saying because it could be bad and you don't want to be that person so as she adjusts in her ta in her in her tail, <laughs> if only right in her chair, you can also get very very creative. Look, mermaiding isn't just about being in a mermaid tail. Now it might be for you, it might be that, and that's totally fine. But I do want you to try and think outside the box. If you're getting frustrated and you're like Courtney, now we're going to be heading into the mermaid off season, which for us is kind of October, like end of like a mid September. You know, if you're lucky, you make it all the way to the end of September, if the weather's nice, then October through, God, through like May <laughs> is miserable. Sometimes even June, we call it January for a reason, you guys, where it's basically like, is this fall again? Is this winter? Is this spring? What is this? We don't even know. But it's not always about just swimming in your tail. So there's a lot of different ways to, to keep up the mermaid vibe throughout the whole year. You know, you can belong to different groups online. You can belong to different communities online. Keep the conversation going. Keep the social aspect of mermaiding going. I know that's why a lot of us do this is for the sort of social pod family aspect of mermaiding. So keep in touch with your other mermaids. And I know a lot of you will message me and be like, oh, I don't have a pod. Guys, you're part of my pod. You know I have a group, right? I think I have it linked below. But you're part of my family. You're here. You're listening to this. You're part of my pod. So if you want to come and join the group, you can actually look me up. It's um, Courtney Mermaid. And the only thing that I require you to do is just to let me know where you found me from. It's just very helpful data for me to know where you came from. <laughs> so I can kind of also know, like, do I need to do more work advertising the group here, there, wherever? It's Courtney Mermaid's pod group is what it's called. And it's on Facebook. And you're more than welcome to come and join and share your adventures, your thoughts on the podcast, what you're doing during the mermaid off season. Like, definitely take advantage of that. I don't want you guys to feel like you don't have anybody at all. You know, I feel so sad. You guys will message me, Courtney, I don't have a group or I don't have people in person. I know that's really hard. And for the longest time, I didn't have anybody either. They are out there. They're just waiting for you to help them discover the magic that is mermaiding, or maybe they don't even know. So if you're in an area, you know, there are different groups de like dedicated to different areas. You could even start your own to help find your community in your area. Obviously, we've talked about this. You guys need to be safe. If you're going to be out there and you're looking, especially if you're some of my younger audience, please make sure you're talking to your parents about this. It's not trying to be like, oh, talk to your parents about this. It's, it's just about common sense. Look, I do this too. Okay, it's not a nice world that we live in. And I'm going to give you a scary example. The other day, I had somebody walking behind me um, through the park in kind of a dodgy hood up, kind of a, this person's been behind me for a very long time, won't pass me, and I didn't really know. And I was on the phone with a friend. I said, look, this is where I am at. This is, you know, what I'm wearing. <laughs> and I hate that. But as women, this is also something that we encounter more often. Ladies, I'm 
I'm sorry. This is like, I hope, I hope that you don't encounter this as often as I do, but you know, walking to your car with your keys between your fingers, this is like a whole other podcast episode, but it's the kind of thing. It's just common sense. So when I'm telling you guys that you need to be safe, just know that I do it too. I've always done it. When I lived by myself, um, you know, I always used to, if I had to go home late, I would text a friend and be like, hey, if you haven't heard from me by the time I get home, I didn't live in the best neighborhood. So you do need to put common sense first. So if you're meeting new mermaids online, let somebody know who you're meeting, where you're going to be, how long you're going to be, just for common sense. I always have to put that out there. I hate that that's the day and age that we live in, but it is. And I want my fishes to stay safe and stay and enjoy your mermaid experience. I don't want anything to happen to you guys. I care a little too much sometimes, but I care a lot. Okay. So just putting that out there. So keeping up with the mermaid community is a big part of it, okay? It's a big part of the whole thing. You could start a YouTube channel. You could get your Instagram going. You could go through all of your footage. If you've been collecting footage, you don't really know what to do with it. It's a fun time. Mermaiding off-season can be a time to look through everything that you've done, to start a blog, to, you know to kind of develop who you are as a mermaid, come up with some new tail designs, come up with some new costume ideas. It can also be a time for tail repair and maintenance. I mean, now hopefully that doesn't take you the entirety of the off season because yikes, but, but it might take you a portion of it. So that's something too. It's also an opportunity to, to just look at different venues, different ideas. You could get into mermaid literature. You could start reading. Maybe you're a writer. Maybe you want to write a mermaid story. Maybe you're an artist and you want to create some artwork during this time. You know, there's a lot of different things. Get on a Skype call. Get on a, a Facebook call with your mermaid friends. Keep in touch that way. You can also do things like hang out in your bathtub. If you've got a bathtub, throw your tail on. Get in the bathtub. Do a bathtub shoot. I'm also thinking um, of some of the content I want to do this year for maybe November. I want to actually cover this a little bit more in depth on my YouTube channel. If you guys aren't following me on YouTube, there should be a link to it in the show notes for you guys to check out, or you can just search me. I'm Courtney Mermaid on YouTube. But I'm thinking like enough of us struggle with this during the year. Wouldn't it be funny to just tailor some content specifically towards the mermaiding off season and kind of joke around a little bit? Like, what is this all about? What is this all about? I don't know. Oh my gosh. Pardon my yawn, my fishes. I hate when that happens, but I try to keep these as real as possible. And it's uh, 7.13 in the morning, and I've been up since 6.13 this morning recording videos and stuff for the Patreon pod, which is my extended pod community, which I will give a little plug here because if you are looking for... Oops, sorry. Hit the thing. If you are looking for a community and you're like, you don't really know where to go, we have an absolutely amazing community, a Discord chat, monthly coloring challenges, private uh, Facebook groups, uh, weekly live streams, all of this amazing stuff is all available through the Patreon pod for as little as a dollar a month. So definitely worth uh, checking out. It's a lot of fun. We have a really good time over there. And I'm, I've got some good stuff planned for October. I'm still, I haven't announced any of it yet to them that I'm aware of. Although I record these so far in advance that it's entirely possible they already know about some of the cool Halloween stuff that I've got planned. But because Halloween has kind of been canceled this year, <laughs> it's not going to be the Halloween that we've had before. So I'm going to try and do my part to make it um, exciting. And we're also going to have um, October's podcast theme is going to be kind of, I don't know, October, well, themed, basically, like just Halloween autumn themed. It's going to be good. So we've also got some other good episodes coming up um, throughout the rest of this month. I'm excited to talk to you guys about. And then I'm going to start needing ideas for season two. So definitely 
leave me uh, your ideas for what you'd like me to talk about in season two, which will be uh, January 2021. Who's excited? I know I'm excited. It's going to be so good. But those are the kinds of things. So look, look, I'm taking the time to plan that stuff. What could you be planning during your off, your mermaid off season? Take it as a time to rest and recover as well or work on uh, some physical things too, right? If you're somebody who's like me and you, I work, I do my best to work out every day or every other day I do different things. So I have one that's more like weights based and one that like actual like weightlifting and then one is more based off of my flexibility and lifting my own body weight. Um, just to keep myself in safe with all of the stuff in safe in shape, excuse you, Courtney, um, with all of the work that I do, I already have uh, a lot of little weaknesses that make things harder for me. So I definitely take the mermaiding off season to rest, recover, but also build up and build strength and take the time to develop myself as a person. If there's courses that you're interested in taking, I also have a mentorship group if that's something that you're interested in. And it'd be an awesome opportunity to, to Boy, my, I'm just with the stuttering today. An excellent opportunity to listen to Courtney stutter, apparently. Um, <laughs> but to to grow as a mermaid. There's lots of information on the mentorship group if you're interested over at VancouverMermaid.com. I've got a whole page for you guys to check out on that one. But I also feel like that would be a good opportunity. You can treat September like going back to mermaid school if you really wanted to, to kind of get into that vibe. But the mermaid off season is definitely a real thing. Don't feel bad. It's not something to be upset about or something to be sad about. It's just kind of like the end of our the end of our year. I, I feel like we almost need to adjust our calendars. Who feels? I was thinking about this yesterday while I was sitting at the lake with, uh, with Cam and I was like, mm, you know what? I almost feel like we could have a mermaid calendar, specifically like our own holidays as mermaids <laughs> and our own mermaid calendar. I feel like I want to put something like that together. Like what's the mermaid off season for you? When when do you get so that, that you have something to look forward to? You can mark it on your calendar, count down the days, get excited about it, use it as an opportunity. If you're saving up for a new tail or a new top or wig or accessories or whatever, you could get maybe a little side hustle, a little job going on the side throughout the mermaiding off season to pay for those new goodies. There's lots of different ways to handle it. It doesn't have to be the be all and the end all of everything just because you can't swim in your tail. And also remember, you know, we have a lot of tail and a lot of issues and things going on, but that's not to say that once pools reopen, you can't just hit the pool with a pair of flippers or just hit the pool, period, and just enjoy the experience. Sometimes we get really hung up on the fact that we have to be in a mermaid tail to get the most out of it. That's not true. Your mermaid tail is an accessory. Yes, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to experience, but it doesn't have to take away from the rest of your experience. So yesterday, um, and I say this yesterday, this is not going to be yesterday. Obviously, this was like the 3rd of August. Okay, it was BC day. I was out for a swim with Mermaid Kim. And we went to a freezing cold lake because I haven't been able to go swimming because none of the pools are open. And I'm not I'm not feeling safe enough yet to go out to a pool. So that's fine. But I didn't bring my tail and I didn't bring my vlogging camera because I was tired. I was like, I need a break. We all get like antsy and itching for a break periodically even if we love what we do we all need time to just be and I went out in the water and it was cold but I had a wetsuit so I was prepared okay there's no such thing as just be prepared there's no such thing as like a, as, a, as a bad situation as a mermaid you just need to be more prepared so always remember what worked well what didn't work well and make a note and improve but I, I got in the water and I just was 
There wasn't like, oh, I wish I had my tail. I just let myself float. I watched the fish swimming around me. I just tried to really be present in the moment because being a mermaid is more than just swimming in a mermaid tail. It's a whole way of life. Whether you whether you know it or not, by participating in this, you are consciously making a decision to change your outlook on life, your outlook on the whole situation. As a mermaid, you have to be present, not only for safety, but it's just as a good mental experience, being in the moment, being very aware. It's something that we, we become more aware of because if you've got a really big fluke or you have a lot of extra fins, you become more like conscious, conscious. <laughs> oh my God. There's a reason I shouldn't record these this early in the morning. It's terrible, honestly. But you become very aware of yourself in that moment. You don't want to bump into people. So you're aware of the moment. You, you don't want to scratch your tail. You're aware of the moment. So you can use that and apply it to how you feel about the actual time that you're in. Watch the fish. Look up at the clouds. Enjoy the feeling of the water, even if it's freezing freaking cold, you guys. It was so cold. I'm getting braver in my old age. It's happening. Isn't this supposed to go the other way? Aren't you supposed to be brave as youth? And then you get older, you're supposed to become more chicken? Anyway, there's a lot of different things that you can do, you guys. We're going to cover more of this uh, throughout October on my YouTube channel. Not so much on the podcast, but on my YouTube channel. But listen, I want to hear from you guys. So when you go to share this, which I hope you sh- I hope you do, because let's get, let's get this information out there to all the mermaids who need a little bit of a, a boost during the beginning of this mermaid off season, um, leave a thought. Like, just type out a little thought in your Instagram story. Just say, like, hey, this is how I handle my mermaiding off season. Here's an activity that I do during my mermaiding off season. Um, my stomach's also growling like crazy, so I'm so sorry. If that, I think it's picking up a little bit, I really hope it's not, because <laughs> that's so embarrassing. I'm getting a little bit hungry, though, you guys. It's almost time to get my day started, but I wanted to make sure I recorded this, because I just had, I had an idea in my head. You know, when you get an idea, you got to roll with it. But let people know. Let's get the conversation going. Let's not make this year's mermaiding off-season miserable. And I know it's going to be different for those of you in different parts of the world. Some of you are going to just be hitting your summertime now. Some of you are going to be heading into your wintertime now. So, the, you know what I mean? Let's let's try and go through this experience together. Let's enjoy it together. And let's just embrace the fact that life will be going through its cycles, right? That's how everything is cycling right now, you know, the, that we're in a different, we're in a different time now. And it's gonna, it's gonna come around again. Summer will be here before you know it again, and it'll be okay. But for now, that's where I'm gonna leave you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please let me know. Um, we're going to start, like I have the rest of this year kind of planned out, but I would love to hear from you guys for season two. If there are specific topics you would like me to cover, things we haven't yet talked about or things we have that you'd like me to delve deeper into, let's just, let's do this together. So thank you again so much for listening, my fishes. I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to chatting with you all again soon. Happy swimming. Bye.